What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th. Shop at Macy's.com or in store. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. So we have, um, we teased this on the last episode because I was talking about, well, I mean, Kat obviously has been very open about her journey in her marriage on the podcast. And we've had Nick and Catherine on, I would say, oh man, like four years ago, maybe on Wind Down. And so to have them back come full circle in this setting is going to be really fun. And I'm very excited to have uh, Nick Woodard and Catherine Woodard on the podcast today. Hi, babe. Hi. I'm going to make him uncomfortable, can I? I don't think it's possible to make me uncomfortable. I think because you're you're already so open to begin with. Yeah, just say how it is. Well, then. Well, then there I have you a go. couple of questions. <laughs> okay, this should be fun. You want to go, Kristen, first? Well, no, you start because I okay. know you've known the journey intimately. Well, I would just like to say let's back it up for a second yeah. and let's start from the beginning. Um, Nick, I'll have you start. Um, okay. When, how did you and Catherine meet? Where did you guys meet? And when did you know she was the one? Are we going to be... Uh, well, <laughs> are we, we going to be, be honest? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> Here at Wine Down, we are unapologetically honest. So welcome. Well, after after I graduated college, um, I was living in my sister's basement here in in Brentwood. And um, where'd you go to college again? Middle Tennessee State. Okay. MTSU. What'd you study? Marketing. Oh, well, that makes Marketing sense. Marketing and real estate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, at least you followed your passion. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know anybody that has a degree that's specific to actually what they're doing. No, I was like, oh, okay. I do. Oh. You do? Well, that's why you guys are married. Continue. Music business. What? Yeah. Music business. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, we I'm actually not. follow her. You didn't go to college. Um, so. Yeah, no. Anyway, move on. Cliff notes, Nick, though. Okay. <laughs> He was like, so, it was a cold um, night in 1993. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to need another hot tea for this one. <laughs> Uh, the, the short answer to the story is MySpace. Oh, was she we in your top four? 
she she worked her way into the top four. Wow. Oh, how did you meet her on MySpace though? Like a friend of a friend? Uh, I don't even know. I don't remember how that how that works. Like, I, I found her attractive, so I friended her. But let it be known, she contacted me first. That's how I remember. <laughs> it's just like the sliding in the DM situation. But I think I did slide first. So we were sliding before sliding was cool. Uh-huh. Wait, and she did first? She did, yeah. I think I did. Because you just saw him. Well, we went to school together. So I knew who he was. Uh-huh. And church together. So, like, I knew who he was, and he dated a girl that I cheered with and, like, all those things. So, yeah, I slid in. And I played football with her her older brother mm-hmm. for, I don't know, what, two, three years? So, you guys dated for how long before you guys got married? I don't know, babe. Uh, was was it? it was pretty quick. Um, Ten months. Ten months. So, you got right. married after— No, 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 we got engaged, sorry. Ten months. Engaged and then married— Four months later. Four months later. That was how fast back then yeah, was to cool. do it that fast. How old are you at this point? Right, because four and a half months, uh, twenty. Especially back then, I feel like you there was there was longer engagements. They happened, to, yes, they happened. The venue that I wanted happened to have like a, a <laughs> <Of> date, <course. laughs> and the truth comes out. And Catherine, and Catherine remains on brand in her story as well. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, of alrighty, perfect. Why are we surprised? <sighs> they had a date, and they're like, it's a little oh soon. And I was like, done. We'll make it work. So oh, we wow. I was like, well, we're gonna do this. So whether it's you know quickly or taking our time. So you got married at 20. I was 23, right? Yes, I was 23. He was 26. Yeah, something like that in that range. Okay. And then you had your first kid at how old? 25. 25. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's like all of our Michigan friends. I was just going to say, this is the Michigander life. (laughs) Prom engagement babies is how we roll. Um, Which is what I wanted. I wanted to be like a young mom doing it 24. I definitely didn't do that. I didn't want that. No? No, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. That's why I'm 41 having a baby. Yeah, that's why I'm at biblical age. Here in my Guinness Book of World Records, baby. Okay. So you had your first son, who's just, I mean, he might as well be 30. Like, uh-huh. that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, not because of how old you guys are. I'm saying because you guys showed a picture, and I'm like, he's so old. I know. And he's so responsible like and independent. Yes. So- we oh. just had this conversation last night. I was like, he doesn't need us at all. No. Like, he would be fine. I said last night, like, he could get his own apartment. Yeah, he'd, he'd be, be fine. Okay. Oh, Which is yet. great. I mean, that's like the No, it's point, so good. But, yeah. Um, okay, so, Nick, I have a question for you. Okay. What was, or if you could pinpoint the first moment you remember distance growing in your relationship. Ooh. Um... Probably, probably the the stereotypical, you know, once you have kids, especially at a young age, you know, we were both, I'll say starting our careers, you know, trying to grow your career. And then you bring kids into the mix. And what Emmy was only, what, a couple years after Caden. Mm-hmm. So like all we knew for the longest time was the grind. You know, it's your, you're both trying to do your, your careers. You're both trying to advance. You're taking care of kids. Um, you know, she would travel some, so I would take some responsibilities, um, solo and then, you know, vice versa. We, we always kind of shared everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, your focus is so just hurry, hurry and busy and taking care of kids that I think sometimes you kind of, I don't say forget, but you're so overwhelmed with the day to day that maybe you start to to back off of those very necessary things in order to 
to grow in your own relationship together. Necessary things being? Yeah, date nights uh, and intentionality. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'd say just you, you get overwhelmed with stuff and you just, you get into some patterns that, you know, on face value don't seem to be detrimental, but over the course of time can be. Mm-hmm. And Catherine, what about for you? Like, was there, can you, can, can you pinpoint a specific memory or moment that you kind of was like, Oh, we're not, this isn't like, we're not as close as we once were. It's funny. Cause I, him saying that I'm like, well, I guess that's true, but I don't, I never saw it that way, which is so interesting to hear that. Um, for me, it was the obvious um, starting to argue, starting to fight. Uh-huh. Year seven, very memorable. Seven. Ah, uh, year was seven. seven San Diego? <laughs> yes. Uh, the the big fight, the big San Diego fight was my big memory for sure. You want to talk about it? Yeah. I mean, I just know, I don't even remember the whole detail around it. I just know that we were on a plane with you. We talked about going to San Diego. I don't even remember what he did that upset me so much, though. The sad thing Isn't is. That's funny. Isn't that funny? You probably something about not wanting to go or not wanting to spend the money. And I just wanted him to like want to go or to surprise me. Mm-hmm. It was something about wanting him to want, of course. Mm-hmm. And we just had on the way home from the airport, we argued, we got home. We were, it, it was the first time we had truly fought in front of the kids and like really bad. Like I asked him to leave, he refused to leave. So I'm like sitting there holding my kid. I mean, it was dramatic, like very dramatic. And I was like, this can't be. But I mean, I'm sure obviously there was things before that that we were already growing apart and we're already, you know, building up before that. But that's my my memory. Do you think from San Diego you started, was that the shift that you started to kind of push away even more? 100%. Yeah. And my biggest thing was the kids. I was like, we can't fight like this in front of the kids anymore. So then I just kind of started to shut down. So what's the timeline between San Diego and the decision? And we obviously want to get more detailed into how the decision to split or separate. But what's the timeline between San Diego and the separation? How many years of like living in that feeling? Eight. Eight. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. A lot. Yeah. And I, that feels heavy. Like just yeah. even like, oh, yeah. that's heavy. Absolutely. That's almost a decade. Yeah. And in those points, are you guys sharing with each other that you feel distant? Is it, and I'm asking these questions because I know I can speak on behalf of myself, but I probably can confidently speak on behalf of Jana too in certain relationships. Like you just start to shut down or there's resentment building, or maybe there's, you're not saying what you want, what you need, what you feel like, are you, is this, the switch where you start to like make the file folder where you're just putting in like, and this I don't like, and that I don't like. Or are you living in a space of like, okay, I can tell something's wrong and I'm trying to move us and it just feels like you're not clicking. I'd say kind of a mix of all of it. I mean, we did couples therapy at the time and it wasn't working well for us. We would leave there. The last time we went to couples therapy, we left and we were like, basically like we're either getting divorced or we're sweeping this under the rug. Yeah. And so we decided it's to just creating more rug. issues and not, not to say that therapy does that. Cause I think therapy is great. You know, you know, y'all here know me, I'll talk to anybody about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you don't have the right fit, it can be detrimental. Um, and I think we were kind of in a situation where, I don't know, I guess we, we did ultimately want to change, but I think we went into therapy figuring out how to make the other person change instead of going in with the focus on you. Mm -hmm. I think we kind of had the wrong mindset 
Um, and just the, the way I am was, hey, I made this commitment. We're in this together. Whether I enjoy it or not, this is the commitment I made. I'm going to see it through. And happiness is not necessarily a part of the commitment. You know, happiness comes and goes. Um, but with that said, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a struggle for many, many years. But deep down, we always knew we had something amazing in there. We just had to tap into it. Catherine, you're chomping. Well, I was thinking about us doing couples therapy and how that didn't work for us. I think a lot of it for us, and I'm not like pointing fingers or doing anything, it was I had the very obvious childhood wounds. Um, I acknowledged those and when they were coming out. So it was like, let's go to couples therapy and fix Catherine. I felt that way, and he definitely felt that way. And it was one of those, we got into it, and again, I wasn't in a place to necessarily make changes. I was aware, but not to make changes. And he was in a place of, well, my family was perfect and I'm perfect. And that was just. <laughs> What's imperfect? <laughs> no, you but yeah, your, yours, were, yours were very, you know, obvious. Mine were a little bit deeper. Literally, like, the therapist would be like, so Nick about, and he's like, my family's perfect. And I would no, just sit there. You, oh, no, they'd be like, tell did. us about your childhood. Do you, do you have, you know, some stuff you, you, dealt with as a child and I was like well uh my parents were at every game I ever played dad told me he loved me all the time so did mom I was always hugged on and loved on no nah, I'm pretty good <laughs> that's how that went so I was like yeah and I'm done I feel like this is a copy paste of my couple therapy session I'm like so here's my open giant wounds and my husband's like it was awesome and basically it was a 50s sitcom and I'm like cool I'll head out um <laughs> Yeah, I just thought we had to address that because yeah. I think that like it's well, not also, pointing, it's like, but it's common. I mean, it has to feel at that point too, like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Like mm -hmm. you sit down and you lay out what you need to work through and then you're like, okay, we already have seven, eight years under us, you know, or whatever, 10 years at that point. And then you have to go, how do we deconstruct to reconstruct? And let's just do all of that in like one hour and then let's also go back to parenting kids, three kids full time and working, yep. both of you yep. working full time. Like it takes a, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not easy work in there. Exhausting. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. 
Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. In the eight years that you guys were in that, let's sweep or let's shove down, push it down, push, 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 push. I want to ask both of you, what was the number one need that wasn't met? And I want you to go a step deeper than just like, we know that, you know, okay, maybe there wasn't as much sexual activity, but I think it always goes like for me, like when my ex wasn't having sex with me, the, the, I was so upset, but it was the underneath core feeling of I'm not loved or I'm not chosen. So I'm curious what that was for you and what that was for you. Uh, for me, um, you know, the intimacy aspect, yes, sex is a part of it, but that's, again, that's one, one little factor. Uh-huh. No, it was the, it was the connectiveness, the, the, you know, wanting her to show that she needed me. Um, you know, I'm wired like every other guy. I want to be a provider. I want to, I want to be needed. Um, you know, she's a very independent woman. So which is what attracted me to her in the first place. Mm -hmm. But when you start to get to a place where you're like, well, I could die tomorrow and she'd pick right up and be fine. Yeah. That's, that's a hard pill. Do you honestly believe that? I did at the time. Yeah. Catherine, how does that make you feel? I mean, I knew he felt that way. And if I'm being completely honest, I think part of me was like, yeah, I could, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Totally. Like I've been, built my whole life trying to be independent. Like this is mm-hmm. me, you know. It's a shame you and I don't have anything in common. I know. <laughs> I'm just over here, like wow. Well, no, I mean it's so true though, Kat, because because I remember like even during those eight years, you're like I I was looking at apartments and I'm like, it's like you you just you've always been like mm-hmm. you know Business. I can handle this and I can do this and like it's a beautiful quality, but at the same time that piece I think when you guys did separate, I'm like. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to ever like, to be alone because I'm like, I know you. Maybe you say you're okay to be alone, but I'm like, are you though forever? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm like, I want you to find love again, and I want you to feel loved, and because you deserve that. Sure. So that piece, I was like, that was my most like, um, 
I was scared for you on that piece because I didn't want you just to like not find love again and just like be like, I can do this by myself. Independence, I think, is just such a blessing and a curse. It truly is. Like I've learned that for sure. For me, oh, that's a hard one. You know me. It's hard to dig deeper. Let's dig deeper. Okay. I think for me, my biggest wasn't necessarily what I needed from him because I couldn't pinpoint that. I didn't know what I needed from him, but I know my issue was that I felt like a failure. Like I just felt like, well, he's over here saying I need X, Y, and Z needs. I don't really know what I need. And I'm just over here not being able to accommodate those needs or not wanting to, or not feeling like I should be more like, I grew up with no physical touch and he wants physical touch. And I'm like, I'm at a point where I don't even know how to like, you know, like hold your hand, you know, Mm -hmm. like I didn't see that. And so I just felt like a shutdown failure. So it wasn't necessarily that I'm over here like, well, he's not giving me X, Y, and Z. I use some of those things as excuses. Like I'd be like, well, you didn't set up date night or you didn't do this or you didn't do that. But truly it was just a wall was up because I didn't know how to do what I knew I needed to do. Well, and I'm sure the more he pushed, the more yeah. you shut off. Yes. Well, yes, I was going to yes. say that, like, I became someone that I wasn't. Yes. So over the years, like, I became needy. Anxious I became, attachment. An- absolutely. We, yeah, we were the, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you're, you're, you. Spotter can call it. <laughs> Spotter can call it. Game ripping that game. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. we were the same human. Like, just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, it made me clingy. It made me, like. You know, and then she can pick up on the fact that, you know, I'm doing something for an agenda. Like, all right, we got to go on a date night. So, you know, if I do this for her, then she'll do that. It, it just became like a poker game. Um, and you can both feel that. But you're not saying it, right? You're, exactly. No, you're you're just being that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, and then I, we did figure this out in therapy. I, when I finally admitted it, I would create a fight. So like if we were going to go on a date night, yeah. I would sabotage it 100%. Mm-hmm. I would like come up with something and I would just create a fight. So then it was like, okay, great. Now we can go back to our respective <laughs> quarters. Alone. Yeah. You go to this room. Yep. I go to that room. Yeah. Bye. And I'm over here. Well, shit, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> Poor Nick. He's really going through it. So then what was the, what was the, um, the switch for you, Catherine, to go, okay, I'm filing for divorce. I started doing my own therapy, which was so much more beneficial for me than couples therapy, not knocking couples therapy, but my own journey. And my big thing was I was living what I lived. My kids were living what I lived as a child. Mm. And that was killing me. Like they're not seeing affection. They're not seeing us love each other, go on dates, you know, do all these things. They're just seeing two independent people do their own thing. We're getting along at this point. We're not fighting really. But like, this isn't what I want for my kids. Mm -hmm. So that put me back into therapy. And I was like, I'm a very decisive person usually. Mm -hmm. Um, I hate living in the gray. I hate, you know, and I was living there for so long. So finally, I was just like, I have to make a decision. Like it is, something has Mm -hmm. to happen. And it was kind of like, there were two hards in front of me. They both are a lot of work. And so I just kind of made a decision. And then I think, I was convinced it was the right decision for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me add a little something to that though. Like you, our, our situation was, that's what made it feel so weird when we were going through it is like, we still were the best of friends. There was just something that was not connecting. Well, and I think too, like every time we've had a conversation, she'd be like, 
He didn't. He he's not a cheater. He's not an alcohol. He, he yeah. didn't. He doesn't drink. He's not. He's an amazing dad. Like she's like I. You. It's like you were trying to find a reason for the last eight years, mm-hmm. almost to be like yeah. okay that to make I, it make to, sense to make why. it make sense why the disconnect is there, and, or to leave. Yeah. Right. Or I wanted him to do it. Right. Because like you know my mom was the one that left my dad, and I'm like I don't want to be the mom that makes the decision. That was the biggest peace for me so it's like a standoff who's gonna budge first well and you i remember coming to the gym and you know we were we were having a conversation and i'm like but nick that's not a way to live either like nope i'm never gonna divorce her i'm like so you're just gonna be unhappy for the rest of your life while not have your needs met push it all down and die first that that was the plan (laughs) but i was like but that's not okay either i'm like i love both of you and y'all are fucking miserable right right, like it's okay that you didn't do this or she didn't do that. I'm like, you guys are just not happy together. And like, it's right. okay to walk away. Like mm-hmm. you deserve happiness. Right. She deserves happiness. Like, but I think again, it's maybe that's a difference in upbringing and, and that type situation, sure. but it was very much like, okay, what's, what's the hardest here? Me, me pushing it all down and just dealing with it internally or, you know, my, my, my kids having two separate homes and do, mm-hmm. like, so, and again, there, you kind of go into far extremes in your head. Like if we stay together, it's going to be this way and we're going to continue to go down this horrible path. If we break it off, then, you know, oh my God, my kids aren't going to have a family. And it's, it, it, so you kind of go to extremes both ways. So the, the easiest thing to do is nothing like status quo, mm-hmm. right? Just keep it how it is. Which isn't right by any means, but. Well, and the vulnerability it takes at that point to lean into each other and get out of your own way and out of each other's way and just like lean in. It's just not even really an option at that point. Like, it's like. It definitely didn't feel like it was. mm -mm. For sure. Yeah. So then what was the thought for you, Catherine, to go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'm making a mistake. You know, it's interesting because. When we weren't together, we got along so well. I mean, it was like everybody it, around us, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you should have done this a long time ago. Preston right? being one of them. I, can I just say that Preston and I were at home, and he's like, "This isn't gonna last." And I was like, "Their marriage?" And he's like, "No, them being apart. Maybe they're not supposed to be divorced." And I was like, "I feel it too. I'm confused. We felt like your kids. Uh, All of us were like, explain this to us." I remember you no. saying something to me once. Yeah, yeah. you were like, you I, "I don't know what it is, but." You guys There's had too much there. respect yeah. and too much love. Like, I was like, at the heart of this, you have what it takes to be for forever. There's just some icky, surfacey stuff right. like we got to right. clean up or something. But no one, <laughs> no one goes through a divorce. <laughs> like, y'all were going through a divorce. And I'm just like. Like, what do you want, babe? Yeah, take that. That's fine. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm going to head through Starbucks. Do you need something? I'm like, this uh, is totally the most that. mutual admiration, like, moment. And I do think. That exists in divorces somewhere, but like eventually it can. Yeah, yeah, I do. But like for it to just be, I was like, all of a sudden, like I'm like, maybe I'll just need different rooms or something because I just feel like a little <laughs> space is all you're really wanting. The dating, I like, uh, know. Being. We got yeah. different rooms. I got a whole new house for a couple months. You did, <laughs> yeah. He moved out. You know yeah. the whole thing, and and Cat was, you know, you were here. What here? <laughs> here. <laughs> she was downstairs. Yeah, I was Yeah, I mean, I think so. We were getting along so well, and I think we truly figured out in that time that like being best friends never left. You know, that was always there. That was always the common thread. It was just you know the the being in a relationship part of it. Um, 
But honestly, like it took it. I hate to say it. It took us dating other people for me to like really go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Mama not liking this. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm with> mama. <laughs> like a, you got a little territorial. Yeah. <laughs> get out there and you show them. That's your man, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I very specifically remember Kristen up here talking about one of your episodes turning cat into the wild. And oh, I, did, I did not like that either. In the right direction. <laughs> I remember getting a text from Nick going, well, not listening to your podcast anymore. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're just trying to like make her like, you know, like happy. And like you get to go be wild too if you want. Like it's, it was hard playing the like friends right, to both. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I want you to be happy, but I want you to be happy. And then, you know, and then sometimes <laughs> dating helps you hundred percent get back yeah. out there and feel like, Oh, I'm not going to be alone forever. Right. Or like I'm good. I think yeah. I think we can all agree that Cat was never going to be Cat in the Wild, no matter what we did. So no, I was like me either. It's like Nick in the Wild. You know, me getting away and every I spent a lot of time fishing. Like those three or four months, it was just I needed ninety percent of the time I was alone, Mm -hmm. just processing. Okay, what's the future look like? What's you know what's going to happen moving forward? Um, But with that said, it it was such a weird feeling because in my gut, I knew it wasn't over. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. 
Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So then that's interesting because I remember when we were sitting out back and I said, what if she asked for you back? And you're like, no, I'm done. Well, when I, when, once I get past a point, yeah. I'm done. Well, I remember very specifically what I said to you. You were like, you know, what if she comes back? And I said, unless there is an act of God and a fundamental change in mm-hmm. our relationship, mm-hmm. I can't go back through that again. Uh-huh. And nothing shy of an act of God and fundamental change. I mean. We serve a God and miracles. her seeing you date other people potentially <laughs> well because she realized what she lost yeah. and sometimes that's what it takes to see like oh wait a minute no that a that's my man and b like you don't know what you have until you like right. that saying there's right. a yeah. saying for a reason it's like my 100%. favorite saying now is um sometimes people don't know what you bring to the table till they see you doing your thing at another table oh <laughs> no. but yeah you know with that said i i always knew at some point you know, yes, I'm a relationship guy. So I was obviously going to be looking for the things that I felt that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And I always knew at some point, you know, I was going to meet somebody that wanted something more than I was able to give. Mm. You know, at some point, someone's going to want me to love them fully. And I knew that I would never be able to do that. Why? Because I was still in love with Catherine. Mm. So that was my biggest fear going, you know, this relationship didn't work, but the next one is not going to work either because I can't give them what they're going to want. Mm-hmm. Cause he was putting me first <laughs> and not the other one. <laughs> I sense a little, I like it. <laughs> it's a little, it's, it's a little, a little Nat Geo. It's a little out in the wild, like instinct. She did get cat wild. She did. We just didn't see that coming. Did we? <laughs> So you were so tell walk us through that piece then. Like, what was the conversation you had with Nick to to kind of get him back, or well, say, hey, whoopsies? Yeah. So it started <laughs> with back together. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. It started with like a very vulnerable conversation, not yet realizing that I fully wanted him back. But it started with a very vulnerable, like I need to tell you that you were a good dad, like you did everything you could as a husband. Like I needed to have that conversation with him. And yes, it also evolved around someone else who was involved. And, you know, it was a conversation, but like, you're my best friend and like, we're co-parenting and like, this person doesn't get to come in between, you know, there was a lot of that. Um, And it was the most vulnerable I'd been in a long time. That was the first conversation. But I think we still thought he was moving down that path and we were staying, you know, divorced. Mm -hmm. And then... I kind of had to evaluate my feelings around it. I'm like, why am I so bothered by this? Why do I feel Mm -hmm. like, is it just because I'm jealous? Is it just like, and I really had to evaluate my feelings on it. And then honestly, it was, for me, it was just such an act of God. It was like in church, something he said, I was just like, do you remember what he said? Um, He said, it was the day you remember call call me crying, right? When you're picking up Uh the kid. The crazy thing is she sent me the clip of that sermon. I was like, yeah, I didn't pick up on anything, but it was something that rocked Well, because her. you saw it. It was something yeah. about like, and people may not agree with this, but like Christians don't just, we don't just throw away marriages, basically. Mm-hmm. 
not saying like if there's reasons and stuff like that, but we truly, to me, never really had that like blow up a reason or whatever. And it, it was something along that. It was something along the lines of not just throwing away a marriage. And my kids were there and I was just like, oh, it was awful. And he was like, oh yeah, the kids will be fine, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 I need to come over. We need to talk, you know? And it just kind of switched for me. And it was just kind of like this moment. And so I just went over there and like started talking. And he was, you know, at first hesitant, you know, as, as he should be, you know, and I I didn't want to hurt him further. So it was very much just a conversation of like, I'm having these thoughts. I don't feel like we did everything that we could have. Um, but I don't want to hurt you. I don't want you to have to go through this again. So what do you think? (laughs) Kind of thing, you know? (laughs) And I just kind of sat there and he was quiet. Well, I tell, I told, I've said this to Preston too. I'm like, I think anytime you rebuild anything, half of it, 50, this is, I, I want to remind everyone I don't have a PhD in. So, but like for me, 50% of it is a decided heart. And the other 50 is figuring out why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you had the 50% trying to figure out why you do what you do. But like once there's a decided heart, especially with a brain like yours, mm-hmm. we're in. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. I mean, it's on the PowerPoint at that point mm-hmm. and you're done. So now that yeah. you guys are reconciled and back together, you, okay. Catherine did not get divorced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my kids, poor Ramsey still thinks we did, but it's okay. Oh, they don't we understand. Never even filed. It's okay, honey. We've got a good therapist. You were about right. to, right? Like yeah. it was With going to be filed on that Monday. That day. Yeah. 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 The next day. So you're not. So no, okay. never got divorced. Catherine is not divorced. Mm-mm. They just had a little bit of a separation. We're going to, we're not. Now, what are you most aware of moving forward so that you don't fall back? Well, this is hard because I feel like the. Um, Honeymoon stage is kind of over. Right. Um, wah, wah. <laughs> Sneaking around. Ooh, yes. Oh, that was Meet fun. you at your place. Oh, now. that was fun. <laughs> yes. Good time. But even at home, I've, there was still a honeymoon stage, I feel like, for a while. Yeah. Now life is busy as crap again. We're every which way. And, we're, and it's easy to fall back in. I mean, I think some habits are starting to creep back in a little bit. Like which ones? Like that, that are that were going to our yeah own. when we when I first moved back in like we were spending every single night together watching TV together like but the way we're both wired is we need us time sure you know we I've got clients pulling at me she's got you and, <laughs> I'm one of your clients <laughs> Nick Kids. please sell my house <laughs> you guys are actually she's a client of both of yours yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got Jana pulling at <laughs> So I think at, at this point, it's just being intentional with it and, you know, kind of checking in like, like she'll come in and be like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to watch my show tonight. You good? We good? I'm like, yeah, 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 it's fine. So I think the in- intentionality and being aware of those things that, you know, don't let it become habitual as much as it was in the past. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I think we're very aware of it. And we are just talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, before we never talked so now we're talking about it a lot. And there have definitely been certain triggers that have come up for both of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that we've had to talk through. Mm-hmm. You know, like I got upset about something and then he automatically goes, oh, I can't go back to that place, you know, yeah. and I'm like, it, it's fine. Like, it's not that, you know, so there's little triggers that will come up every now and then that we just kind of have to talk through. But so do you kind of get scared that she's going to be like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I want to divorce again or something. Do I get scared? No. Okay. Like, I don't think it'll ever go to that again. So the anxiousness died a little bit. It died a little bit because, well, it's like my brain's telling, uh, you know, I'm a very emotional person. So, uh-huh. yes, I do get that anxiety when I feel something building up. 
but in my head I'm also like, okay, this this isn't this isn't real. Like uh-huh. you gotta back it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there there was trauma in what happened. So anytime there's you know, any sort of conflict, I'm gonna have to over the years learn how to back myself off that ledge. Mm-hmm. Knowing, you know, that that's not where we're going here. So chill out a little bit. Right. But she's meeting you in a different place, too. Very much. Like the vulnerability piece. Yes. Even I've even noticed with you in friendship, just the openness mm-hmm. and the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a I fundamental really change. Well, it is. It's huge. And it matters because you're such a special human being that it's like to guard yourself does no one like it doesn't do any of us any good. Like we need to know sure. all of you. Trust You're tree. Sweet. Trust but tree. it's true. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. I feel like because I'm an anxious attached, Jana's an anxious attached. I'm a graduated anxious attached. No, 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 I'm saying, like, yeah. we could default to we that. We could de- That's where we sure. default. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't feel yeah. like I'm anxious. <laughs> I might be in severely independent. Are you it's anxious fine. attached? Mm-hmm. I used to. Mm. <laughs> but you're so independent at the same time. I, well, that's what I. Well, the other mm, wing is avoidant. Yeah, you just. Sh- I'm avoidant, right? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Right. Okay. But, like, <laughs> like I know yeah. that I'm when a Pisces. I. Oh, bless. <laughs> Same. Um, I just feel like in the anxious attachment, if I can become more vulnerable, there's just all sorts of walls that go down when you say what you want, what you need, what you feel. So I feel like it probably lessens that anxious attachment because you have a little security knowing like she's going to lean into you a little right. bit too. And you don't have to be so scared. Well, I'll say the number one thing that – open my eyes more than anything. Like I've always been a believer, um, but there was always this hostility between me and God that this is the one thing I want. God, why won't you let this happen? Like all I want is a close relationship with my wife and it's just getting further and further apart. So when she did come back and things changed so abruptly it was the most eye-opening experience in my spiritual walk that I've ever experienced. Um, so just knowing that, you know, I always knew God could intervene, but I was always pissed off. Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. And when it did happen, it blew my mind to a point where I'm like, okay, well, now I truly believe anything and everything is possible. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where the piece where like, there was there was other reasons that I um, to this story, but I think for people that are divorced, when I heard, I was like, "Well, why didn't God intervene in my sure, marriage?" Sure, you know, and like that, like how, how like how does he get to pick which one? Yeah, he picks, <laughs> you know, and so then you question that too. Sure, like it's like from questioning to questioning, and then it just like you're trying to make sense of it, you know. That's the one thing I learned in all this: you can't make sense of it. Yeah, it's well, a blind. And faith. yeah, I mean, I think. I think he just knows better than us. And I yeah. think he knows who ends up better on the other end and who yeah. doesn't, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Have it. But yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. I'll never forget. I had an absolute, I can't believe I'm saying this, but had an absolute emotional meltdown the night she came over and we had that conversation. Um, like I sobbed like I've never experienced in my entire life to the point like, Three days later, my stomach still hurt. Mm. And it was a whole mixed bag of, yes, relief, but more just the awe of of what God can do. Mm. Like, territory. that's the first time I'd ever really experienced mm-hmm. what I felt was... Answered prayers. Answered prayers, yeah. 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 Wow. 
What would you say to the people that are kind of struggling, have struggled, it's very similar to your marriage? What would be one piece that they can kind of walk away with that you think that they could um, take from this to keep on going and keep maybe to go to go down this road that you guys are on? The first bit. That's hard for me. Um, I think the number one thing for me, obviously, and everyone's different, but is the vulnerability piece. Just mm-hmm. be vulnerable and see where it leads you. Yeah, um, like that. And communicate. Just be vulnerable, mm-hmm. see where it leads you. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I think intentionality in yourself, you know, f- seriously do the work on you because when you're struggling, it's not because of the other person, it's because of both of you. Mm. You know, so you need to focus on you and making the changes that will be beneficial to you as a full couple. But on the other side of that, you have to make acknowledgments when your partner's trying to do those things as well. Mm -hmm. Because you have to have those little victories throughout. Otherwise, you'll just give up. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I love you, obviously, both. Love you guys so much. So this is, I mean, I love this story. Love you. I just want to say I called it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's it. Um, And just like we always say, like marriage is hard. It's like the grass is not always greener on the other side. Everyone's going to have something. Mm -hmm. And keep on working on yourself. Keep on being honest, telling the truth. And, um, you know, yeah, like keep looking in the mirror. And (laughs) we have PDA. PDA. That's a wrap. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals mother's milk comes in. Mother's milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about mother's milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules 
meals a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.